Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Welcome in, everybody, to Gone Racing. Brendan Gone and Jeff Motley not hanging out in the studio today. Jeff, I made it back. I'm just going to say, I, you know, I was in L.A. at Justice Brothers Conference, got back here, and you, of course, are in Virginia. Um, we're really sorry. You know, we love you, Motley, and we know about uh, your mother passed away, for those that don't know. So Mr. Motley is back home taking care of family business, and, of course, Martinsville Speedway is home for you. So what better place? Yeah, the folks here at the Speedway, Clay Campbell, Brent Campbell, those guys were nice enough to let me use this because my mother got sick about six weeks ago. We knew she wasn't coming back home. So my brother and sister-in-law turned off the Wi-Fi in her house, which is where <laughs> I'm staying. So um, so thus I am here at Martinsville Speedway where I knew that I would have really good Wi-Fi while I did this broadcast. Well, we, we're, we're sorry about your loss, Jeff, and, and miss you. Be strong, and, and hopefully we'll see you back and give you a big hug because, man, we got lots of hugs to give. We had... One heck of a weekend for the South Point 400 and Joey Logano. Once, I mean, come on, Motley. Joey loves it when we always say he has to win the Pennzoil 400 for you, but he also came off and won the South Point 400 for us. So, way to go to Joey. Punches ticket to the final four. Look at all the action you could have had on Joey to win 15 to 1. Top three was plus 400. Group C was plus 315. The top four, 275. He was a plus line against Blaney, Byron, and Wallace. You and I were both. Very, uh, we did not bet him, but we were very positive about Joey Logano last weekend. And look, he he had a one heck of a run, man. Right, what a finish! Well, he has been fantastic at Las Vegas, and I tell you, who's been really fantastic? His crew chief Paul Wolf now has five 
wins at Las Vegas as a crew chief. He won three with Brad Keselowski. He's won two now with Joey Logano. And, you know, Joey had to have Las Vegas circled in his calendar, knowing how well he runs in Las Vegas, to be able to punch that ticket to Phoenix. And by the way, a lot of hugs to go around. Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace, not, not hugging a lot of right hugs. now. Well, you know, we, we, we kind of skipped past the news of the week. I, I, I guess we should really, at least we are a NASCAR show, even though we do gambling, it does have gambling implications. Um, what if they're going to put, who's going to be in the 23 this week? That's the, uh, John, John Hunter Nemechek in the 23 or the 45. Oh, hmm. ah, well, Ty, I got Ty Gibbs and John Hunter Nemechek <laughs> will be in the, well, they're out of the owner's points. They yes. got knocked out last group. So it really doesn't matter, I guess. I, but I just talk about 23, 11, making great waves, right? They've uh, bubble one at Kansas this year, Kurt Busch in the playoffs and wow. How the, the wheels have just proverbially fallen off that train right now. Uh, and nothing from kind of some of their own making bubble Wallace, of course, and Kyle Larson, uh, Mr. Motley, you and I both know had a very amusing and interesting altercation on the racetrack. Uh, I think that Kyle Larson did a heck of a job composing himself um, and NASCAR uh, had to take an action. And let me give you the driver's perspective of this, Jeff. This is what, from my side, you hit me in the right rear. Now there's all sorts of differences on what can happen in a race. You hit me in the right rear that's a different story. You're doing 185 miles an hour on the front straightaway at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. All the guy did was brush you up a little bit. You really didn't put you in the wall, and your car was still fine. Bubba had a Toyota that could win that race. And then he goes and right rears a guy into the fence. Not only that, he takes himself out with it, which is already stupid. Then he takes out one of Toyota's two bullets in the chamber to make the championship round with Christopher Bell. And what NASCAR's always told us, Motley, and you've heard this in the past, NASCAR's never cared if two drivers want to want to play pinball and wreck each other and act like a bunch of fools. What they really care about is when you interfere with other people's race. Do not mess with an innocent bystander. And that is why he got the got the fine. That is why he got suspended, because innocent bystanders got in it and had implications for our championship round. Yeah, the pushing match that happened in the in the infield grass had nothing, nothing. to do with this suspension. Nothing. But you're right. I mean, that's a dangerous maneuver. In fact, it's interesting. I'm look literally looking out the window right now at turn three at Martinsville, which I believe is the last time <laughs> we saw an incident where a cup driver got suspended when Matt Kenseth took out Joey Logano here. So, uh, you know, I agree with you. I think NASCAR made the right call. They had to suspend him. And I'll tell you, I think even if Christopher Bell does not get a piece of that, I think what you were talking about getting hit in the right rear and turned, and it was clear that it was on purpose, and it was all the way down the apron. So Larson's car had even that much more travel time to make the impact harder. I just think wrecking Larson on purpose was enough to get him suspended. Well, and, and you want to know why people doubt what drivers say sometimes. Drivers right now are saying how dangerous this car is. Well, my God, they're, it's a menace. They're all making all these th- statements yet then they're going to go out and play bumper cars like this makes you say, well, you're really not that worried about it when it, when, how worried are you? Uh, right. I mean, it, you're not that worried about it now. So it, it really sends mixed messages, bad look, bad move, great move on NASCAR. He sat down for race and, and we do have John Hunter Nemechek in the 23, which once again, betting implications. So we gotta, we gotta look at that when we go down the road. And then when we get to the championship round, Christopher Bell already in a kind of a must win situation. So definitely tough for them. You know, John Hunter was obviously the logical person to replace him. Heck, if Toyota needed to go to another driver, I'm not sure where they would go. If they had, I mean, John Hunter's driving, of course, for Kyle Busch, and he's there, and he's got a cup experience. It's a great choice. But, man, it was a, that was a tough one. 
But so let's get back on 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 track here, let's say, Mr. Motley, and we'll get to, of course, the, the, the race results from the South Point 400, which, by the way, great crowd, man. Everything was great about the weekend. Great crowd, great weather. We got really lucky, didn't we? I mean, it was it was a, a nice run for the weekend for the fans and everything. Uh, but the, the finish, Ross Chastain had that race, had a huge lead with, what, four or five to go. Joey Logano passes him at the end. There you go, 15 to 1, 400 for Joey, plus 250 for Ross Chastain, top three. Kyle Busch, plus 350. Now, how about some names that you and I kind of poo-pooed and wrote off, and here we go. Chase Briscoe in the Ford in fourth. Tyler Reddick, who we've been saying how, you know, What's Tyler going to do with the way he's leaving? Well, there he is, still running strong. Probably the, one of the best Chevys in the race had a chance to win also. Uh, Martin Trex Jr., who's had a horrible season we've talked about. There he is. Eric Jones, we talked about him. Darlington winner. Man, I, I had him for the top three. I was hoping I could get him a few more spots up. The Dinger with a top 10. And Austin Dillon. I mean, that's an eclectic top 10 right there, Jeff. Another, another one of those races where we look at guys and go, man, where are these guys coming from? I mean, the, the names now, it's awesome with this new car. Well, and Briscoe keeps doing it, you know, and, and Briscoe's just got to find a way to get to Phoenix, and he's going to feel like his chances are pretty good the way he dominated that race earlier this year. But a couple of people to mention there, you talked about Joey Logano, and we talked about Paul Wolf. Great decision to stop and put on tires on that last caution because he passed up, passed a lot of cars. Chastain did not. And the other guys, Kyle Busch, could have written the season off could have written the race off. He spins out early in the race in stage one, has to go in, get all that fixed up. Then he loses the a tire. tire. I mean, after a pit stop, his tire is rolling down the back straightaway. He's got to get the car all the way back around the track, get another tire on it. And he still fought back for third. And Brendan, if there'd been six or seven laps left in that race, he would have probably won the race. No, he was definitely the fastest one coming, but he got Joey got to him in time. Uh, but, you know, great, great. I mean, the race was great. I mean, it was racing all over. So many comers and goers. Awesome to see. Uh, on the rest of our prop results, we have, of course, the top Ford we've talked about is Joey Logano. Uh, the top Chevrolet, of course, was your second place finisher in Ross Chastain. And third place, one, two, three, were your top finishers, plus 275, plus 425, and plus 500. I can't believe Kyle Busch was a plus 500, by the way. I mean, you look at that number and we stand back and go, Kyle Busch was plus 500 to be the top Toyota? Really? Wow. But we talked about it last week. We kind of poo-pooed the idea on Kyle saying we didn't know what he was going to really kind of do with the whole, all the news and all the stuff. And so way to go, Kyle. Way to bring it home for the hometown race. Um, fastest there. Playoff standings. The bracket now, as we've talked, Joey Logano is the only one locked in. But if you look at the standings, a lot of stuff going on here. Ross Chastain with that run gave himself a very comfortable lead over the cut line. You got William Byron, who remember last round had the penalty, no penalty, blah, blah. But how about Chase Briscoe? We talked about Chase. He's got himself where he's within striking distance. And Ryan Blaney, without the win, is sitting there 11 points back. And then Seabell, of course, for, you know, with uh, 4,028 points. He's got some work to do. That did not help him uh, in that race. So that was not, not, not good for, Ch for Christopher Bell right there. Yeah, I mean, he's already had to have one walk-off to, to advance, and he may have to have another. But I'll tell you, you look at where Byron and Briscoe and Blaney are sitting, if Chastain, Elliott, or Hamlin have something befall them like Christopher Bell had happened to him in Las Vegas, then that thrusts all three of those guys back into another good opportunity as well because there's really just not that much separating. I mean, maybe Blaney to Chastain and, and Elliott, maybe Blaney's a little bit, but Denny Hamlin, very precarious position he's in there. 
Well, and, and let, let's talk about, here's a who's hot stat that, you know, either Karina or Zaire, one of the great pit crew around here for us, helps us out with. How about Chastain has not finished outside of the top 13 since the first round at Darlington. I mean, that's, that's, that's a, we, we talked that Chastain and the track house team had kind of cooled off. We said, right? Well, apparently they haven't cooled off that bad because Ross Chastain th- top 13, every race since the first, since the round of 16 opener, the first playoff race back in the beginning of September. So that's pretty impressive right there. And poor Christopher Bell, he's on that. Who's not category, right? I mean, was great. Not through fir- any fault of his own. And, and we talked how great we, you and I, we said, Hey, here's our sleeper for the championship. Christopher Bell, man, that first round, he was fantastic. Second round, not so good. And then gets the, gets the, the walk-off home run. Now the third round starting off the same way as the second round did it. It's going to be tough for him. Well, there's no question. It's going to be tough for him, but I mean, he was running top five when he got involved in that accident. And he did make one comment when they asked him about the situation that he's in. And he said, I feel a lot better going to Homestead and Martinsville than I felt going to the Roval. So at least you feel like he's got a little bit of confidence going in here. Yeah, let's look at our – there's only three races left in the season now, Motley, so we're not showing you the next five. We, of course, are right now in Homestead, Florida. That's when we're going to be breaking down here for you in a moment, the Dixie Vodka 400. Then where you're at, Martinsville, the Xfinity 500. And then, of course, the championship race back out on the West Coast, Phoenix, which, you know, we all look for – that's what everybody's trying to get to. Eight guys left trying to get to that round. Yeah, it is, and it's going to be exciting because we got three very, very different racetracks coming up. That's it's awesome, man. That's what I love about this schedule. They do a great job of how they space them out and even the cutoff rounds. It's awesome. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to get to that Dixie Vodka 400, break down Homestead, give you our picks. Coming up soon. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never see me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my game. (laughs) There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And welcome back in, everybody. Brendan Gaughan here in the VEASAN studio at South Point. Mr. Jeff Motley out there in Martinsville, Virginia. I was the Virginia line I was going to say, but I don't think we can say it. By God, Virginia. Um, And he is out there. That's West Virginia that says that. And Uh, I I really, you know. Close enough. (laughs) You know, I say this about West West Virginia, especially West Virginia University. I'm only allowed to like five people from West Virginia at a time. So if I meet somebody new and I like them, somebody has to go off the list. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we both pissed off half the the east eastern seaboard, uh, let's talk about the guys. You know, we we got Homestead Miami, the Dixie Vodka 400, and and we got guys that do great here, guys that don't. This track really lines up well, though, for Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin, eleven top tens, five top fives, three wins, and seventeen races. Absolutely phenomenal. If he's looking to get to that championship round, this is a round that he definitely had to look at and say he was excited about Motley. Oh, I don't think there's any question about it. I mean, I think we we said that about last week. We're saying about this week. And like I said, he's in a precarious position, but I think he's certainly the guy that you've got to take a strong, strong look at. I mean, I think we saw Tyler Reddick have a really good run there, you know, last year in this race. But Boy, I tell you, I think this is uh, it's kind of this whole schedule here to, down the stretch is playing into Denny's hands, if you ask me. And look at some other guys right there. I mean, Kevin Harvick, 18 top 10s in 21 races. That's phenomenal. You look uh, uh Tyler Reddick, you mentioned him, two top fives in two races. You know, Kyle Larson, four top fives, eight races. Some guys are really good there. But there's a name missing on that list, Motley, and that's Blaney. This is not a track that Ryan Blaney likes. Uh, I'm looking at the best last 10 lap average. I'm down to number all the way down at 14th best. Only one top five in 10 races there. So, I mean, he is not good at, at this place. This is not one of his that he uh, he likes to go to. When, uh, to, to. In a critical spot like this with no wins, this definitely doesn't fade well for him. You know, and it's you're right, and it's kind of sur- surprising because he's been so good on the mile-and-a-half tracks. I mean, we know how well we've seen him run at Texas. We saw in Las Vegas last week, he finished, He won the second stage of the race. He had a good car until he had an issue where he had a flat tire and he hit the wall on the back straightaway. So I'm not really sure why he hasn't figured out the maze for him that is Homestead Miami. But one thing that's going to be interesting about this, this racetrack this week, 
first time for the next gen car mm -hmm. on this track, whereas we've had a lot of these tracks where we're going to for the second time. So there's a big unknown for all these guys going into this race. This is a very unique mile and a half. It's one of my favorite ones, honestly. Uh, the, the the two straight ovals, both of them decreasing radius. Really do love this track. Let's get to the odds this race. And, and how about this name at the top of the odds board? Tyler Reddick is your favorite at plus 700. Way to go, Tyler. Denny Hamlin, plus 800. Ryan Blaney, even with those things we just talked about, plus 900. Then you got Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Ross Jastain, all at 10 to 1. Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., all at 12. Kevin Harvick, 18. Chase Briscoe, 25 to 1. Noah Gregson, still in that 48 car. He's at 30 to 1 with Daniel Suarez. Austin Sindrick, 40. Michael McDowell, 50 with Eric Jones. John Hunter Nemechek and A.J. Allmendinger, all right there at 50 to 1. How about, I mean, you want to talk about odds this year, Motley. Plus 700 is your favorite. It we have, In the five years of us doing this show, this year has been the absolute hardest year to handicap, and these odds have been phenomenal for race winners. They, remember, they used to be 325s, 350s, 425s for Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick, those guys. This is amazing. Plus 700. Well, I think part of this is because we haven't seen anyone go out and dominate this year. You know, we've had years where... Chase Elliott won a lot of races, or Kevin Harvick won a lot of races. Kyle Busch won a lot of races. Denny won a lot of races. No one has won a lot of races this year, but a lot of different guys have run up front and had a chance to win, and we're seeing some of those new faces we talked about, like Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez and Chase Briscoe, Christopher Bell, running up near the front. So I think these odds are right in line with where they should be, but I think the other thing that's pretty cool is you can bet some multiple guys here and have a pretty good chance at getting a win, because, I mean, you're getting double digits on Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson and Ross Jastain right now. That's pretty good. That's pretty, really good. And who's the best point getter in the last 10 races on mile and a half? Not, not this track, just mile and a half. Ross Chastain, average finish of 9.2, the absolute best in the mile and a half. So there he is at 10 to 1, making, making some money there. And look, Kevin Harvick and Chase Briscoe, the Fords looked strong last week at Vegas. Harvick, this is a great place for him. So the, uh, there's some numbers deep in the field that could be good. Um, let's go to the second page real quick. I don't think, I, I, you know, we, we've been high on and off about Chris Brewster and Brad Keselowski. I just don't know. 80 to 1 for them and Austin Dillon. 100 to 1, Ty Gibbs, hey, Justin uh, Haley. Austin, Eric, Austin had the top 10 last week. Austin did. Well, and here's a name at 100 to 1. You got Ty Gibbs, Justin Haley, Eric Almirola, and Ricky Stenhouse. Who was leading our, that race? With, five, with eight laps to go, and if a caution doesn't come out, he's probably going to come away with the win. I think Eric, was it Eric Alvarola? Justin see, Haley. Haley, see, I don't really get to watch my own race. So, yeah, good point. You know, I kind of have to, you know, I keep up with it when it's over. Justin Haley was leading leading the South Point 400 with just laps to go, and the caution came out. It was him and Chase Briscoe were 1-2. So, I mean, here's a, here's, a, here's a team with that Justin Haley. He's really coming into it. I don't know if I'm going to bet him to win the race, but he was sitting pretty right there at the end. That could be something to watch out for when we get to the top threes. Well, and he's had two top threes already mm -hmm. this year. And the fact that he has run so much better lately, uh, I don't think that would be crazy for somebody to go and take a flyer on him for a buck or two. Oh, well, let's get into our top threes right now. And our top three start out with, once again, mirror, mirror the wins. It starts off with Tyler Reck as your favorite at plus 200. Danny Hamlin, 230. Ryan Blaney, 250. Then you got Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain at 300, Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, William Byron, 
Martin Truex Jr. at 350s, then a big gap. Kevin Harvick, 500. Chase Briscoe, 7. Noah Gregson, Daniel Suarez, 800. Then double digits. Austin Austin Sindrick, sorry, 10 to 1. McDowell, Eric Jones, John Hunter, and the Dinger all at 12 to 1. I'm going to jump again right on that Eric Jones number. Motley, he finished 8th last weekend. He won the race at Darlington, which is another one of those unique straight ovals, you know, two straight line ovals, not a mile and a half, mile and a third. That's why it doesn't show up on stats. Um, but Eric Jones has been really good at these type of places. Double digit, 12 to one. Is that my long shot guy for a top three right there? Well, I certainly think if you're looking for a long shot, I think Eric Jones is a great choice there. I think we've seen at least the Eric Jones side of that petty GMS team getting better and better each week. And I think that's why there's so much excitement around that race team with what Eric has been doing and with Noah Gregson coming into that team next year. So I think he definitely is a guy to look at. I think one of the hard things about the top three is once you get down, you can really go all the way from Tyler Reddick down to Chase Briscoe, and you could make a really good case for all those guys getting a top three which is really making the top threes, I think, pretty hard to bet this week when we got so many guys at plus 350 or worse. Yeah, and that's what's made this, once again, this season's been so helter-skelter, tough for us to to pick a lot of top threes. That's normally one of our favorites, that in the groups. But, man, I, you, you just named 11, 12 guys that we think could all finish top three. That's difficult. And if I go to the second page, I got Chris Boucher on the top of it at 20 to one with Brad Keselowski and Austin Dillon there at 20 to one. Ty Gibbs, Justin Haley, Eric Almirola, Ricky Stenhouse, all 25 to one. You know, man, I, there's that just that Justin Haley name keeps popping up. You know, he's not run bad. I mean, he really has done well. He could pop that number. I'm telling you. No, I think you're exactly right. You know, sometimes we tend to want to, write off guys that are not in the playoffs. Once the playoffs get started, uh, Haley is hungry and I think he's young and he's going out there. And I mean, he really, really wants a win that doesn't have a rain shortened asterisk <laughs> beside of it. Cause we, well, look, it, it's face it. That's what happened. And we also knew that with Chris Busher. We knew that with Bubba Wallace and those guys went out and got that checkered flag this year. And there's no question that there's a motivation there for Justin Haley to go out and do that. So I think he is definitely a guy worth watching and where you can make some money on him. Uh, I'll take the win either way. I don't care if it has an asterisk or not. <laughs> oh, I know. I agree. I agree. But, but you have to admit if you're, yeah. if you're a driver, no, there's a part of you, yeah, you, you want, want to see that checkered flag wave over your head at full speed. Absolutely. Let's get to our head to heads. There's some fun head to heads this weekend. A lot of good numbers right off the bat. Joey Logano, our most recent mile and a half winner out here at South point for a hundred, a uh, high plus plus one twenty to Tyler Reddick's minus minus one forty. Uh, hey, Motley, isn't this the guy that just won a race out here? Uh, hello? Hello? Knock yeah, on. Yeah, but, but I'm going to tell you, I talked to Joey a little bit after the race, and, I mean, all I heard was Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. And Paul Wolf talking about we're getting ready for Phoenix. I think he's going to be in the simulator for the next two weeks. Just on, on Phoenix. Phoenix. Exactly. I think that I, – I just – I just don't think that it's really going to make that much difference to him at Miami or at Martinsville. I wouldn't touch Joey Logano the next two weeks at all. How about a Denny Hamlin versus Tyler, uh, Denny Hamlin, the dog versus Tyler Reddick plus plus one ten to minus one thirty. I mean, that's, I mean, look, I, I believe in the love for, for Tyler Reddick. This is a track that suits his style. Absolutely amazing. But Denny Hamlin, a plus 110 in a head-to-head battle, that's not a bad number right there. And neither's the Chase Elliott, plus 110 to Ryan Blaney, minus 130. Chase Elliott getting a plus 110 number in a head-to-head. Yeah, I like that one. I think the Chase Elliott against Ryan Blaney is a really good number. 
The other one is Christopher Bell with the plus 105 against Joey Logano. Because, again, I'm not touching Joey Logano. I like <laughs> Bell in that one right, right there. Oh, I don't know. You, you got no pressure on you. You go out and you win, Jeff. I'm just saying. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to get into our group matchups, and we'll give you our picks later in the show. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show for that matter? Check out the Gone Racing Podcast. It's free and available now at vsun.com forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head right to the betting counter before each NASCAR race. The Gone Racing Podcast, it's free and available now. vsun.com forward slash podcast. While you're there, catch up on all your favorite vsun shows as well. Welcome back into Gone Racing, everybody. Brennan Gone, Jeff Motley, and uh, we're talking about the Dixie Vodka 400 at Homestead Miami Speedway. And we're, of course, Motley into our favorite part of the show, which is the group matchups, man. That, that's where we really enjoy, you know, and, and I think the betters enjoy this part the most. That's what's been fun about NASCAR betting in this new 21st century. We get so much more than just race winners. And Group A, so uh, a, a name at the top of Group A that is not normally there, but he will take the favorite, co-favorites, 240, 240 for Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, 310, 310, Joey Logano, and Christopher Bell. That's an eclectic Group A right there. Well, I kind of go back to what I said earlier. I'm kind of writing Joey Logano off right now in some of these, so I'm probably not going to go his way. And, man, I feel like Christopher Bell is either snake bit or he is great, and I don't know which way he's going to go. I know how well Tyler Reddick runs this racetrack. I know how much Tyler Reddick likes this racetrack. He would be my favorite in this group, but I don't think I want to bet this group. You know, I just, I worry about, you know, Ty, Christopher Bell is going to come out swinging for the fences, right? He is going to come out. He, you know, he has to have this circled as one of his chances like the Roval, but that Denny Hamlin bet right there. I mean, Denny Hamlin, so tough, so good here, consistently so good here. I agree with you on Joey, as far as you can maybe make it a three-man race, but it, it's tough. The Seabell 310, though, is enticing. That's almost a big enough number to entice me. But we'll, it's a tough group, even with different names in it. And Group B, here is the name that perennially was at the top of our Group A that has not been much this year. 270 is, is Kyle Larson. Ryan Blaney, 270. Chase Elliott, 270. Ross Chastain, 275. All kind of throwing a blanket over them. Um, doesn't really entice you to want to bet this group when they're all so evenly matched. But we just talked about that Ross Chastain. I mean, man, he's been really strong. But Chase Elliott, five top tens, uh, one win, two top fives, last 10 mile and a halfs. Also a great racetrack for Chase. Uh, this is, I, I, I'd, I'd go into Group A before I go into Group B today. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think, you know, we talk about that one group every week that we can make a case for everybody and a case against everybody. Uh, this is probably, for me, this would probably be that group. Uh, I, I just don't have high hopes for Blaney here just because of his track record. He's got to overcome that. Um, I don't know where Larson's head is right now. I mean, with three races to go in the championship loss. So the two guys to me that are going to battle for this one are Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain. And I think seeing what Ross Chastain did last weekend in Las Vegas, and let's face it, Chase Elliott was out to lunch last week. I mean, that team, they were not good at all. So I'm not sure what was going on there. So 
you had to put a gun to my head, but I kind of like the long shot here at Ross Chastain. Yeah, and and I I'd agree. If I had to pick one, I'm I'm leaning towards Ross Chastain with so many of the other ancillary things surrounding the other guys in it. So I'm right there with you. Let's get into Group C. In Group C, we lead off with William Byron at plus 245, Kyle Busch at plus 265, Martin Truex Jr. 265, and Noah Gregson 320. Threw Noah all the way up into Group C here. Interesting move. Um, I gotta say, Kyle Busch last weekend showing that he's still here to play. Kind of keeps me on the Kyle Busch bandwagon, but the William Byron, you know, I mean, here's a guy, six top tens in the last 10 mile and a half races. Uh, I kind of like William Byron there too, though. Yeah, I tell you, if I go here, I, I'm leaning Kyle Busch here um, because just what you said about last week, knowing that he has not mailed it in, he hasn't thrown in the towel. I think he wants to get one more win in that Joe Gibbs umbrella. I think he would like to get one more win for that team. Uh, Truex. I think his season is over. Noah uh, had 11th place run last week. He missed his first uh, cup top 10 there. I don't know. Maybe he did get a top. Did he get a top 10 with the beard team earlier this year? Yes, he got a top five. Uh, okay. That's right. He had a top five. But still, I mean, it was his best run he's had in yeah, that 48 car. Uh, so I think he's certainly starting to feel that car a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, I think this is an opportunity where Kyle Busch kind of head-to-head with William Byron. He's got a plus 265. I like Kyle Busch. Well, and, and listen, Kyle Busch, 10 races. Two wins, five top fives, nine top tens at Homestead in the last ten races. I mean, that's that's pretty spectacular right there. So that does lean me right toward back towards the Kyle Bush run. All right, Group D guys. Group D was taken off the board at the Westgate because Group D had uh, Bubba Wallace in it. So that means it is off the board. So we don't have a Group D this week. And then we're going to go right into Group E, which leads off with, of course, Wyatt's favorite, the mighty Brad Keselowski is the favorite at plus two forty-five. His teammate Chris Boucher at plus two seventy. Eric Jones, 280, and Austin Dillon, 295. Molly, I just talked about that Eric Jones bet here. Um, I don't dislike that Eric Jones bet one bit. I will tell you, I am all in on Eric Jones right here. In fact, I would switch those numbers and put Eric Jones at plus 245 and Brad Keselowski at plus 280. I I don't understand how Eric Jones is a third guy in line in this group. I, I love Eric Jones right here. Well, you know, I'm looking down just races here. Um, Eric Jones only has five starts, one top five, one top 10. Austin Dillon has eight starts, two top tens, 12 and a half average finish though. So, I mean, I can see why I, I, I once again, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, Austin Dillon to me should be the two favorites with Chris Buescher and Brad Keselowski. Uh, the board should be flip-flop. So to me, this is the take advantage group. Uh, even though Chris Buescher cast a lot of tickets for us this year, did not look good last week at Vegas and that's the mile and a half package. So I like the Eric Jones or Austin Dillon. And now I'm picking between those two. I think Eric Jones has been running better on these, these tracks as of late. So I'm jumping on the Eric Jones bandwagon here. Yeah. I just love the way that team's been performing lately, at least, at least with Eric Jones, the Ty Dillon side, not so much, but with Eric Jones, that, that team really is starting to come on and show some strength. Yep. Well, let's get into group F, which is always a favorite of the fans and a favorite of us. You start off with the part-timer who announced he's going full-time next year. The Dinger is your favorite at 250. The ex-retiree, Al Marola at 250. And then you got Ty Gibbs, 290, and Justin Haley at 300. The, uh, the, your book ended here with the two colleague cars, and I like both colleague cars. The question is, do I like Dinger or do I like Haley? I, I think I like Dinger, Dinger just because he's, he's pretty steady. Later in his career, Dinger has become very, very steady. Right. I mean, he, he's just he's 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 learned how to just roll with the punches and be right there. And I, I kind of like Dinger in this group. 
Well, I agree with you on he's been steady. And I also agree with you on the calling cards. I'm not much high, I'm not very high on Almarola, not very high on Ty Gibbs right here. So to me, it comes down to Almondinger and Haley, just like you said. I'm just going to go with the guy that's plus 300 instead of the guy that's plus 250. I want, I want the better return. Uh, Haley beat Almondinger. I mean, he's he's been beating Almondinger a lot of times when they've gone head-to-head, except on the road courses. I, I like Justin Haley. Plus 300 is a good number. Yeah, I, 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 I struggle to find the the reason against the college cars, and I just – Last week, Haley would have won it until the end. Dinger got by him. So in the end, Dinger would have won that. But it's Justin Haley's been really good, too. So it's that's a tough one for me. All right, let's get into uh, – we can actually get into kind of a couple of our Chevy props here since we're making pretty good time without Group D. And the Chevy prop leads off with, of course, your favorite for the race, favorite for the, for the Chevys, plus 350. But then a big gap, Motley. We got Ross Chastain at 500, Kyle Larson 500, Chase Elliott 500, Byron 600, then another big gap to Noah at 12, Daniel Suarez at 12, Eric Jones at 25, and the Dinger and Dylan at 25. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Tyler Reddick. I like Ross Chastain, but Tyler Reddick is 350 to a 500 for Ross. I mean, that that's that's you're getting half the odd for just the top Chevy versus his win number. I kind of like that right there. Well, I agree. I mean, I think if you're going to go Tyler Reddick, I think this might be the place that you want to go with Tyler Reddick. I, I think this Chevy one is so hard, though, because I, I really can see all of those top five guys getting this position and not shocked to see, you know, somewhat of an upset either to see anyone all the way down to Justin Haley could be the top Chevrolet. So the Chevys, there's so many good ones out there. Chevys are just hard to pick. I, I, I'm not going to touch this one, but I like your thinking on Tyler Reddick because only to have to beat, you know, the other Chevrolets and get half the odd. That's pretty good. Well, and and I poo-pooed the Fords last weekend because I said the Fords haven't been running good at this place. They've been working hard, and what do they do? They go out, they give you the win, they get Chase Briscoe in fourth, they get first and fourth, so they've ran better. So, so to me, the Chevrolets, who we've said have been the toughest to pick, they still are. I think you have the more favorites. But, you know, one wreck, look what happened last week. One wreck, and that took out the top Toyota that we all had picked, all it takes is one, one goofy thing to happen. And like you said, hedge your bet. Okay, I got Tyler Reddick to win at plus 700. Well, okay, wait. I can take Tyler Reddick as top Chevy 350, and then I can take Ross Chastain in the group against him. I'm just trying to look down at my sheets and go, oh, wait a sec. I could take Ross Chastain at, ooh, at plus 275. He beats Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott. There's ways to hedge your way around this Chevrolet bet. Well, and if you think the Chevrolets are going to win this race, then maybe that's the way you do. You take Reddick to win. You take Chastain to be the top Chevy. Well, if Chastain wins, he's automatically going to be the top Chevy. No, that's not. I mean, you got to learn how to, guys, you got to learn how to dance around your bets a little bit. That's what we, what the, the, the rest of the VEASAN shows know how, to, their betters know how to do so well. Sometimes our NASCAR betters, not quite as good at it. So we do a lot of teaching around here too on the VEASAN Network. All right, guys, we come back. We want to finish up our prop bets. Then we're going to give you how we did last week and our picks for this week. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Welcome back in, everybody. Gone Racing. Final segment here. Brendan Gone in studio. Mr. Molly in Martinsville, Virginia. And we are breaking down our prop bets for the Dixie Vodka 400 at Homestead Miami Speedway. And, Molly, we start off right off that with, with the guy that we said has not had great stats here, but he's always he's been one of the best forwards all season long. Ryan Blaney is your favorite at 220. Joey Logano right behind him at 250 is your most recent winner. A little tight spread there. I mean, 220, 250. Then a big gap. Kevin Harvick, 500. Chase Briscoe, 800. Austin Sindrick, 12. Michael McDougal there at 15. Chris Buescher, Brad Kozlowski at 20s. Um, you know, I, I look at this and I go, wait, Kevin Harvick is plus 500 for top three or plus 500 to be the top forward. And all I've got is Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney are the only two that I think, you know, Chase Briscoe's been running pretty good too. But I, I, I think I got to go Kevin Harvick, even though 
no Rodney, no all that. I kind of like that. Well, I certainly wouldn't argue with you on on Harvick, but at plus 800, you know, Briscoe finished fourth last week after going a lap down early in the race and fighting back to a fourth place finish. And he is not that far out of the top four. And he is hungry because, again, we talked earlier, He Phoenix, he was so good here. So, you know, he's got to be thinking, man, if I can just get back there. A plus 800 on, on Briscoe is the one that I kind of like right here. Am I am I brave enough to bet it? Eh, probably not. But I don't like Blaney because his success record at Homestead is abysmal. And I don't like Logano because I don't think the hunger is there to win at Homestead like it will be at Phoenix. So I like your pick on Harvick. I love that number on Briscoe. Yeah, I'm trying to do some digging on Briscoe right here. You know, so his last three mile and a half were Kansas, Texas, and Vegas, 13th, 5th, and 4th. Um, Briscoe's been getting it done as of late. I don't know. I might have to... I might have to jump ship on that one, and I might have to go down one notch. We'll, we'll see what happens when I go to pick my bets. Uh, let's get to the Toyota Championship odds, of course, our final well, ones. Hey, yeah. hey, Brendan, one other thing about that, too, is if, you know, Briscoe is part of the Stuart Haas team like Kevin Harvick is, and Harvick is a team player. We Absolutely. know he's a team player in that situation. So uh, Briscoe's kind of carrying the banner for that team, and I think if there's an opportunity in there, it, it, Kevin would probably even give a spot to Briscoe. I don't disagree. I, I do not disagree at all. If it, if it means the difference between making that playoff cut or not, it wouldn't be like, it, it's not conspiracy ball. It just, Kevin would be a good teammate and try to help out. I do agree. Um, let's he would look, do it a little differently than Cole Custer yes, did it. Just, just a little. Uh, <laughs> let's get to our Toyota here. We got our favorite, Denny Hamlin, of course, the guy that's almost the favorite in the race. He's plus 200. Christopher Bell right there at plus 330. Martin Truex Jr., 330. Kyle Busch, 330. After last week, the oddsmakers don't know what to do with the Toyotas, so they put them all right there as a big lump. And then John Hunter Nemechek, 15 to 1. Ty Gibbs, 30 to 1. Uh, watching names change weekly with the with the Toyotas now, apparently. And car numbers and everything else. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there we go. We, get, we got your Toyotas. I mean, Denny Hamlin, odds on favorite. I'm still hot on Christopher Bell. I, this is a track, once again, dirt tracker, him, Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, the three guys that we, you know, we've watched them do so well at places like this, Motley. I, I, I do like that C-Bell, um, but I'd rather pick him in like his group where he's getting more money or something like that than just top Toyota. Yeah, I'm not going to bet this group. I think the thing to me, and this has nothing to do with the betting lines, Brendan, but I'm kind of asking you this question. Well, I, what does it mean that John Hunter Nemechek is 15 to one and Ty Gibbs is 30 to one? Well, I mean, are, is there that much difference between the two of them? Well, here's the way I look at it. John Hunter still has more experience than Ty Gibbs in a cup car. John Hunter, remember, ran a full season for Front Row Motorsports. So, so but John, not in this cup car. No, but still, I mean, ran a whole season of cup. So I think they're giving John Hunter a lot of respect there. Uh, I, and I think that he has honestly earned some of that. So it, it doesn't bother me as much as, as it maybe does Ty Gibbs, but I, I think it's somewhat earned. Um, all right. So now let's look at our championship odds real quick because they, they, you know, we talk about how they change as we go. And this week we have, you know, the current odds, of course, we know where they were before the playoffs. And, and I've got a great sheet here, what they were before Vegas. Um, Christopher Bell is up to 25 to one. He was plus 800 last week, Motley, you and I talked about. Plus 800, now he's up to 25 to 1, and I still believe he could hit a knockoff home run here. So 25 to 1, that's still the one I circle and focus on and say, wow, I really like that one. Uh, Yeah, I do, but here's what I'm not understanding, Brendan. So before Vegas, Chase Briscoe was 20 to 1. Yep. He finished fourth. 
He's only nine points out of the out of the fourth place, and he's still thirty. Yeah, he's and he gone moved up. up to thirty to one. And here's a guy that's going to a mile and a half track where he's had back to back top fives on mile and a half tracks. I mean, if you wanted to, and and can I throw in how many times have I said it? He dominated at Phoenix earlier this year. Oh yeah, to me. Isn't it worth taking a little something it's, on Chase Briscoe? It right is now? absolutely worth because Chase Briscoe did absolutely stomp him in a mud hole earlier this year. And 30 to 1, if you're getting it now, he was 40 at the start of the playoffs, 20 before last race, went back to 30. We said it last week with the same scenario. If Chase Briscoe makes it, you better watch out at Phoenix. Ford's focused on that track. I, I like both of those two right there. Um, and Joey Logano, only guy locked in, and he's plus 300. So. Well, and if you're going to bet Briscoe, bet him this week because if he climbs into the top, top four oh yeah, after gonna, Homestead before Martinsville, that number is going to plummet. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. All right, let's look at how we did last week, Motley, and uh, uh, we all Ooh, had some yes, winners. Let's, we let's. all had some I winners. A couple of winners up there. Uh, you know, Motley got got uh, Eric Jones to win his group and Justin Haley to win his group. So Motley, you had a had a very very fine week that week. Uh, I got just one winner. I got the uh, the Justin Haley to win his Group F. Not enough to make me positive for the week, though. And then uh, the pit crew got a Joey Logano, so they ended up being able to hold their lead in the gone race and standings. How about this? How about five of our bets were just wiped out on that uh, Bubba Wallace Kyle Arson wreck? That was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was that was the most unfortunate wreck for for all of us. Yeah, I lost two Christopher Bell bets on the one crash. Yeah, I, I lost. I lost the. Uh, I lost a bunch from there because I had Larson in a head-to-head. Larson is the top Chevy, and I thought I had. I didn't have Seabell last week. I thought I did, but I never remember what I bet after we do it. It's like, you know, dang it! I always got to call Motley. What did I bet this week? That's why I always have to oh, go yeah. back to the email. I'm like, okay, what did they bet this week? So I can check to see how we did. <laughs> That's what I do too. I'm sitting there going, what did I have? All right, yeah, you that- guys, I, it it is clockwork. I, like five minutes after the checkered flag, <laughs> I get a text from Brendan. Who I did didn't. I, well, pick? <laughs> I didn't do it this week because I knew you were you a little busy. Okay, fair I enough. You, you did this not week. do it this week. Every you, other you week. Left me alone. Every other week I do. I go, what did I bet this week? I always <laughs> got to find out. There's been a couple weeks I've been cheering for somebody, and then I go, oh, I didn't mean to cheer for that. Dang it. Um, <laughs> but we do go worst to first, and I am still just embarrassingly in the basement. So I'm going to start off, and I'm going to, I need, I need something here. I got to take Tyler Reddick to win the race at plus 700. I'm going with the favorite. I Come on, Tyler. I need some help there. I am going to do one. Uh, I changed up. That's right. I'm not doing that one. I'm going to do three in the groups. Kyle Busch in group C at 265. Eric Jones in group E at 280. And the Dinger in group F at plus 250. I'm going to go head-to-head, I think, with Motley. And then I'm going to go and do what I said with the top forward. But I'm switching to Jeff. Jeff, bring it home for me. Chase Briscoe, top forward. I'm switching gears. I was going Kevin Harvick. I jumped into the Chase Briscoe room. And I really like the Briscoe pick. I'm not going that far, but uh, I do like that pick. And I, but I'm not going to pick it here in mind. I'm going to go, and I don't ever do this, but I'm going to go two head-to-head picks this week. I'm going to go Bell plus 105 against Joey Logano, and I'm going Elliott plus 110 against Ryan Blaney. The, my other three are going to be in the groups. I'm going to agree with Brendan and go Kyle Busch in Group C. I'm also agreeing with Brendan and going Eric Jones in Group E, but I am going to go head-to-head with my buddy, Mr. Gone, and I'm taking Justin Haley in Group F. Come on, Dinger. Come on, Dinger. All right. For the uh, for the pit crew, we've got uh, Chase Elliott over uh, Ryan Blaney at plus 110. Uh, Kyle Larson uh, to win Group B 
plus 270. Uh, we're going with the, the, the hot guy who's winning Come a lot on, of bets. Dinger. Justin Haley to win Group F. So we're against uh, Brendan on that one. Uh, this is an Isaiah pick. He went with Tyler Reddick, top Chevy at plus 350. And uh, Kevin Harvick, top Ford, plus 500. I got a couple of head-to-heads with the picker. I got a chance to make up some ground, Motley. I got a chance. Well, you're yeah, and I'm not. If Justin Haley wins, I'm just going to stay even with the pit crew on that one. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Well, that's our show for today. Uh, Motley, you know, great week at South Point last weekend, man. Great crowd. Great job by you and the whole SMI staff. Amazing, amazing, amazing look. Uh, really a great race. Thank you for all you do for us at the South Point. You know, I mean, we had the Budweiser Clydesdales outside in the midway. I mean, just super tons of fun things. Great job to your staff. They'll really look good. Well, it's a mutual admiration society for this whole deal because what the South Point does, I don't think there's a sponsor in all of NASCAR that activates around an event the way the South Point does. There's no one who sets foot at Las Vegas Motor Speedway and doesn't know it's a South Point 400, and that's a tribute to you, your family, Ryan, and everybody down there. Well, also, it's a tribute to them because if you look, there isn't a, you can't walk more than 13 feet without seeing a freaking South Point somewhere. You guys put well, South Point and, everywhere. And heck, I, you're busier on the South Point 400 weekend than you ever were on a race weekend. Oh, yeah. No, I, I need to go back and start racing again so I can get some time off that week. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, hopefully, Homestead, enjoy the race. We're going to get a good one. See if we can do well in our picks. And then we'll see you uh, next week when we talk about this one and head off to Martinsville. See you guys. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.